Welcome back again. This is the second half of our episode uh, with Jose Cortez. Last episode, if you if you tuned in, you you heard a lot about his story, which is just so powerful. Um, you know, coming from the home life he did, coming going back and forth from Mexico to to Texas for school, and just the story of how he got to the point where uh, he is now is so inspiring to us, and we're so grateful. And and now in this episode, you get to hear a little bit more about how Berto and Co. and his planner company has gotten started and the work they're doing. So. We're super excited for you here the second half of the episode with uh, Jose Cortez. We hope you enjoy. That's a good. So, that's a good lead into the next question. <laughs> so, how are organizational how are our organizational habits as teachers reflected by our students? I, this is a great question because uh, because I think it. I mean, it obviously does. I mean, students pick up on everything and I um I mean I I know for myself and I know for I mean most most teachers you know that first week is critical in in kind of uh setting your expectations throughout the school year and so if uh, you know whenever I start the school year off I go through every little thing in my classroom and how how it's going to work and how we need to organize it etc and uh, I think that students I mean obviously they they respond to visual cues and you know and they will they they will take care of things if you show that you're taking care of things. if you're an organized teacher and you have an organized classroom your students will will keep themselves, maybe not themselves and their personal, you know, things as organized, but they will respect the the area that they work in, and they will, you know, they they will learn how to become organized as well, which is another super important thing that we should be teaching our kids. Um, I know for myself, I um, I took a picture this past year. I had this um, I had this really. Uh, you know, this really cute uh, bin where I put all of my um, my color pencils, and they were separated by color and and Roy G. Biv, um, and uh, it was uh, it was very Pinteresty, <laughs> but it uh, but it made me happy, and it was very organized, and I liked how quick it was. You know, we were doing something where we needed a green uh, color pencil. The kids were able to just go grab it quickly, and uh, anyways, I took a picture of it. I uploaded it to social media, and uh, uh, the Teachers Pay Teachers account shared it on their uh, Facebook and on their Instagram, and I just... I, I started reading the comments and immediately I started seeing teachers who were like, oh, this is not going to last. And, uh, you know, this is uh, this is a day one picture, but I'd love to see, you know, a, a, you know, a mid-year picture, how it looks. And, you know, um, I'm happy to report that after the school year, it looked exactly the same. I mean, the, the colored pencils were obviously, um, you know, there were some that were missing. There were, you know, most of them were halfway um gone but they were where they were supposed to be and that was because I showed that it was important to me to keep that organized and they responded to that as well and they kept it that way so I think that if you show your students that you are organized and that it is important to you that way you can um you know you can uh just have a 
seamless day, just kind of get through your day without having to hunt down for things and waste time looking for things. Um, they, they will respond to that in such a positive way and, and it'll teach them to be organized as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like the way you said, if you make it, if, if you prioritize it for yourself, and I know this even as being a parent, you know, I, I, I try to encourage people who are parents that you don't have to tell your child what to do. You just start doing things. Model it. Yes. Right. If you model the behavior that you want to see, the kids will display the behavior that you desire. And I tell people all the time, if you just do it, my daughter and I know there are certain things. When she sees me doing things, she's like, oh, daddy, you're going to the gym? Hold on, wait for me. I'm going to go to the gym, too. <laughs> because she sees it that it's a, it, it becomes something that's important to me, so now it becomes important to her. Exactly. And it's the same way in the classroom. Your kids, my kids knew I only had three rules, three principles my room stood on. So everything else was free game. I didn't care about you talking in my classroom. I like a noisy room. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a time and a place for everything, but I think when you when you, the issue comes when there's a dissonance between what you're saying and what you expect. Or what you're doing and what you expect. Yes. You yes. know, and I think that's where that biggest distance comes, especially for teachers. You know, I never let students crap my organizational styles. You, you're going to do what I actually do. Because I'm going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll make them, even when it's not done, I'm like, okay, is this is this where it's supposed to go? No, where should it be? Okay, well, I don't know who put it over there, but I'm going to ask whoever did it. No harm, no foul. Just get up and put it where it's supposed to be. Exactly. I made it a big deal. I make it a big deal. Yeah, and that's the key. That's the key of you to do that. I mean, you'll have you'll you'll probably be doing more of that at the beginning of the year and not having to worry about it so much towards the end. You know, because and and oh, you know, the great thing is they, you know, a lot of a lot of my kids would just. I mean, they knew how important it was for me for things to be in the right place. So they would just, even if they didn't do it. They wanted me to be happy. They wanted us to all be happy. So they would just get up and do it, even if it wasn't, you know, the, their pencil or their their scissors that were laying there. You know, they just wanted, uh, they, they took pride in the classroom as well and keeping it organized and tidy. So, yeah, I agree. There's, um, there's a really good book that I, I read recently, um, and uh, it's called uh, Children Learn What They Live, Parenting to Inspire Values. It's by uh, Dorothy Nolte, and it is a parenting book, but, but when I read it, it was so applicable to, to the classroom in, in terms of that point that you were just both making is that whatever you model is what, you know, your kids – will do and and that's where and you know will he can attest that's where i struggled the most is because it's not because i didn't want to model things it was because the things i tried to model weren't genuine to me i i tried to do what had worked for other people and and eventually like like you were saying the people on your your instagram comments like let's see how long it lasts and that was a rough part my first few years was trying to find the routines and the, you know, the, those things that really worked for me. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, uh, you know, that's a, that's difficult. And in today's, uh, Pinterest age where, you know, every, every Pinterest idea seems amazing and just, uh, you know, you want to, you want your, you know, it sounds, it sounds, you know, like it would, it would be, 
easy to do or easy to manage. And then, you know, hashtag real life, you get into your classroom and it's just not working out that way. But I mean, that's the beauty of also showing like kids, you know, that, Hey, we're going to try it this way and we're going to see if it works. And if it doesn't, we're going to try it another way. And it's just, uh, it being authentic, just like we said. Uh, and because I had several of those of those moments, uh, you know, throughout the years and where I could just say, hey, you know what? It's not like a great idea. We're going to go ahead and put it to the side. Let's try this instead, you know. And uh, and, and they also want to obviously make it work as well. So uh, it's a, it's always a good thing to be able to, to share with them and, and figure something that works for all of, all of us, you know. And, and that's such a good lesson on really anything for teachers is, you know, just being able to admit like, hey, I thought this was a good idea. It's not, let's, let's find a way to work it out. And, and that was a struggle I had early in my career as well as that idea that I was supposed to be the authority figure and that I was supposed to have all the answers and that the things I did were supposed to be the way it was. And, and just now learning, you just, as much as you can include kids and in those things, and, you know, we're talking about modeling, what more could we model than the fact that like, Hey, we make mistakes. It's okay. We'll figure out a way to make it work. Oh yeah. Yes. I think a lot of teachers struggle with that too, because you do, you have that perception and you have that innate, uh, want to go into the classroom and, and be the one that's teaching and be the one who is, um, you know, leading the lessons and stuff. But, you know, I think that, um, I think most teachers didn't realize that, I mean, it's the, it's, it's, it's not that way, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to be able to step back and let your, te- your students teach you things, you know, right. so, yeah. Right, you know, and, and we, we've talked uh, quite at length here about, you know, the need for preparation and planning and writing things down, um, but the, the question that we had for you is, you know, there are lots of planners out there, but yeah. it's, it's so clear that you have taken massive amounts of times massive amounts of time to design it so it both is like aesthetically pleasing and functional so you know the first part is you know why why did you choose to to go that route when you know there there are so many just basic planners out there Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a great question. I, well, I mean, it was obviously, uh, it, like you said, it was something that took a lot of time and it's constantly evolving. I still, I mean, just like us as teachers, we keep learning, we keep evolving and, um, the planner itself, it's just something that has, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've only been, selling the planner and the, you know, and the design that it's in for, I mean, two, two, two to three years now. Um, and I, and I continuously want to improve on it, but I think, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things that I, when I've gotten out there and I've talked to other teachers about the planner, they absolutely love the design of it because, you know, that, I mean, there's, there's very few things that, you know, that are for teachers that uh you know that teachers look at and go "Ooh, that looks so stylish you know what i mean it's very stylish and trendy and i mean obviously there's it's becoming there's a lot of more options now but 
I, I think that they, you know, obviously just like, you know, clothing and accessorizing and things like that, that, that make you feel good, make you feel confident, make you feel professional, um, is, is kind of what it, uh, was the inspiration for the look of the planner and for wanting to create something that, um, was, was also something that also brought you joy in the sense that it's, it's very functional, but it's also stylish and it just, it, it, it you know, whenever teachers see it when we're at conferences they they have the biggest smiles on their faces and they they're so they just love the way it looks and and they they tell me ooh this is you know this is gonna make me feel so happy seeing every day or you know they say oh I can't wait to plan it you know it's just it brings them joy and um you know and why not why not um have have that option why not offer something that is uh not just functional but stylish right because just because we're teachers it doesn't mean that uh we can't have nights of stylish things as well so that was i mean that's the biggest driving uh factor for for us and just for uh what i'm trying to bring to the community so basically you didn't want to give the teacher the old uh, i remember teachers to wear the old sas <laughs> and Antonio shoe company <laughs> you didn't want the SAS version of, of the planner. You wanted one that was specialized. We we're trying to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're trying to, to bring, bring out something new and fresh. <laughs> and and it's I love it, I love it. and and that's such a good point. I mean, because you know we we live in an Instagram, you know, Pinterest, Snapchat world where you know that that planner becomes a part of a teacher's life and it becomes a part of their story. So, you know, with your planners, ultimately, what do you want your planners to do for teachers and, and what do you hope th those teachers in turn do for their kids? Well, like I said before, um, you know, it's, it's the planner itself and the way that I designed it was not just for it's it's really an organizational tool that helps you save time um and you know um you know like we were saying earlier i mean there's a lot of prioritizing that goes on in teaching and um there's a lot of uh juggling of things and and and, and so anyways uh like the 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 way that I designed the planner and the, the first part of the planner has a lot of things that you will need throughout the school year to keep yourself organized and, and to, just to use. Like, I have a section that has student information in it, and um, and it's basically just a small little, you know, um, just area just to put basic information about your students, about, you know, their, their, uh, their parent guardian phone number and thing like that. And, you know, I was recently at a conference where, uh, I, there was a, a teacher that came up to me and said, I mean, she just loved that area and she blew my mind because she, she shared with me that she's been teaching for 30 years and that last year was the first time that 
it was not a fire drill. She actually had a fire in her building. And she said to me, if I had had this planner um, and with that section, with all of my parent information in it, of all of my students, you know, that would have just been such an easy thing to grab as she's taking her kids outside, grab that planner. And she has all of that parent contact information outside of the school so she could start making those phone calls Um and getting those parents up there, you know, I mean, we have all of, we have access to that. And that's what I tell people. You have access to a lot of these things on your computer, but who wants to sit there and stop your lesson in the middle of the day or take the time to log into all of those things? I know it's kind of an old school idea, but when you have everything in one place and you just have to reach for that one item, it's going to save you so much time throughout the school year. And that's time that you could like I said be pouring into your kids and doing other things and so um that is the value really that comes from having a planner like like the one that I've designed and I think that ultimately um it will help our students just have more more um organization have a teacher who's more organized and on top of their lesson and ready for the day so um so that's how that's how that helps teachers and students you know, and there's and there's something that just to it that that has stuck out to me too. And and Wilkie and I have some, you know, our, our basic tenant is just that as much as we can, we want to make sure teachers know uh, intrinsically how valuable they are as people, but also how, just how valuable that profession is. And I know it maybe sounds cheeky. But the fact that you're taking the time and you're giving teachers something that really is above and beyond the norm, I think those little things, little things like that, like a planner that is really nice and is really thoughtful for them, I mean, it, it just, in a small way, it honors, you know, teachers and, and what they do. So, I mean, it, it, I really commend you for that because it's, you know, in a world where we get oftentimes such basic and minimal things to have for teachers to ha have something that is you know really not just designed for them but you know is designed with love and with thought to I mean I, I really feel like it, it honors the job that teachers do oh my gosh well that means a lot thank you very much uh I, I don't want to say I that just uh it's obviously a labor of love and and that's what I um have always wanted to do and I mean it was something that started uh for myself and then I saw how it was helping you know my colleagues and then I just wanted to share that with other teachers so that really means a lot uh to hear that so thank you yeah so if if teachers want to find the planner and 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 I know we've been talking about the planner but you've got some other products too so could you talk a little bit about you know where teachers can find the your the planners and and some of the other stuff that you guys got going on right now oh def definitely um so we are uh on social media at Bertelman Company it's Bertelman Co which is uh B-E-R-T-E-A-U a-N-D-C-O. Um, so you can find us uh, on social media by searching for that, or you can go to www.bertoandco.com. Um, and then also, if you'd like to see us in person, you can always uh, find us at any of the Get Your Peach On conferences. Um, we, we always have a booth set up there. 
Awesome. Awesome. And so what other what other products do you have just besides the planners? Because I know I saw a few different things on your um, on your website. Uh yeah, so we have the planners and then uh recently we came out with um I've been designing these clip folios, which really are I mean they're like pad folios, but um they um they're paper products and they have a clip on the front so that you can kind of carry it around with you throughout the day or to meetings uh, and such and um it's it's really um a nice option for uh you know for meetings and for staff development or for uh parent teacher conferences and things like that where you don't perhaps you don't want to take your entire planner but you want to take something to jot down some notes um for for that meeting or for uh, whatever it is that you're trying to or even if you're just walking around trying to keep you know a formative assessment notes for your kids and, and things like that uh it's just a great option and it's lightweight and, and to keep all of that organized so uh we came out with that i've been designing some notepads and so uh pretty soon we're gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna be coming out with uh different kinds of notepads things that you can use for um small groups with your kids like small group reading um you know math uh guided math uh, documentation that you want to take with your kids and uh, just several different things like that. We've actually, like I said, been to several conferences this summer where I, I just love talking to people, getting that feedback about what kind of things would help them. Uh, and so a lot of the feedback that I got um, are going to be things that uh, that will be rolling out pretty soon, hopefully, uh, just because uh, we want to keep helping and keep uh, making things that are useful and that are gonna um that are gonna help teachers um along the school year awesome awesome so we're gonna we're we're gonna make sure that we be we're respectful of your time and we get you out of here so we're gonna ask you just a few kind of questions to wrap it up so these questions are kind of general they can be about teaching or they can just be about life so um what was the best advice you've ever been given who was that person that gave it to you Oh man, uh, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share something recent. Uh, I've uh, I've been given a lot of great advice throughout my life. Um, recently, I was given some great advice by my friend Hope King, and uh, so I'll share that. I um, you know we've we've grown our business has grown so much the past few years, and uh, a lot of it is thanks to her and and her husband Wade and, and the Get Your Teach On crew. Um, but I was talking to her on the phone, um, you know, a few months ago and I was feeling very overwhelmed and I was just kind of talking to her about, um, you know, what, you know, just different things that I was uh, needing to do and go through and this and that. And, you know, sometimes when you're overwhelmed, you can feel somewhat defeated and you can, you just need, you just need that little boost of, uh, inspiration and you know it's something that she said she told me that she said you know what she said um, just keep on keep on doing your thing and you know it's a lot of hard work she said but she's this was the quote um, she said great things don't come without sacrifice and so you know that's just one of those things where you may feel overwhelmed and you may feel like there's just a load um on your shoulders and things like that but you know 
in the end, you know, um, it does take a little bit of sacrifice in order for something great to emerge. And, and anyways, uh, those words just really spoke to me because when you're trying to, uh, juggle, you know, uh, life and, 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 and a growing business, sometimes you kind of need, uh, those words to, to get you through. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if, if there was one thing that you wish all parents knew about teaching, what would it be? Hmm. I will, you know, I think that, um, there's a, there's a lot of things, <laughs> but there was one thing. I think, uh, something that we all would, would love for parents to, to just realize is that, I mean, Every student is so different, and I don't think that sometimes parents realize that, and and they don't realize uh, just all of the different all of the differentiation that we're having to do throughout the day with all of our students, and how much um, you know how how that is hard to juggle. And so, I mean, I just wish that you know, if anything, I, I wish that they would realize that a little bit more, um, so that they would be a little bit more giving and um, empathize a little bit more with us um, if something is going wrong. You know, it's not that we're not, um, you know, we don't love their child and we're not pouring ourselves into their child. It's just that there's, there's, you know, 20, 30 of them that we're trying to, to do all at the same time. And, um, and so that, that would be something that I, that I would, I would love for them to, to realize a little bit more. You know, I think everybody in society needs to recognize that because, you know, I joke with a lot of my friends. They well, they, they try to take stabs at me. Oh, you're off for another break. Oh, you have another week off. Oh, you're off for another day. Teachers off, teachers off for the whole summer. And I laugh at them and I say, how about we try this? Let me go sit in your cubicle, answer calls and file reports all day long. How do you do for a week? You yeah. can take over my classroom for a week. Exactly. And let's see if you're going to say the same thing when you get your week off. <laughs> you know, um, because I think that, that that ability of teachers, and I don't think a lot of teachers understand it, that what they, the skill set that they're mastering, to differentiate for 30 different personalities for our blocks all day long for 7.75 hours. Yes. And that's not even including this other teachers and administrators that on the campus and, you know, when you talk about going to hire up the program directors and superintendents that you have to deal with. Oh, yeah. There is a, that is a definite skill set that teachers are mastering that I think is extremely valuable. And it, we should start looking at just as that, that it's valuable. Oh, yeah. I think that obviously, like you're saying, if, if everybody took that into mind, we would we would be making a lot more money than we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Yeah, let's let's really write out our job description based on what we all the skill sets we have to do and compare it to some of the some of the highest paid paying jobs in the in the world. And mm-hmm. let's see how that looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. I may have I may have I may have to try to do that once I'm once yeah. I get done with this. I think that I mean I think, you know, again, it's not about pay, it's about value. Yes, yes. Not about teacher pay, it's about value. How do you value teachers? 
Yeah. Exactly. And how you value things is, is, is in turn how you treat them. Exactly. There's some things there's some things in my house, my wife has a knickknack shelf. An entire shelf full of her knickknacks. Those are <laughs> things that are very valuable to her. So I don't even dust it and clean it. Unless she says, Honey, can you come help me? I let her do that. Because I know those are things that are precious to her. And yeah. I don't want to be the one to mishandle something that's precious to her and cause her pain. You know what I mean? So because, yeah. because of that value. Because yeah. of that value. And I think that that's where teachers have to get to that that we have a value. We like we, we, we always said we're the one percent that controls the other ninety nine. So that great that value. is that's a huge value. Huge yeah. value. Yeah. Absolutely. So Jose, if there was one, you know, and this is a general question, but if you could give one piece of advice to teachers who are struggling out there, what would it be? I would say that my biggest advice would be to ask for help. Ask for help. I think that sometimes uh, we can let pride get in the way and sometimes we, you know, we want to seem like we have it all together. Um, and it's okay if, if you don't, you know, I think that that's one of the biggest learning, learning curves that we have to take as teachers. You know, we're learning so many things throughout, throughout our career, but, you know, learning to like, let it go and ask for help is, is such a big thing because, uh, we can always, uh, we can always learn from others and, and, and we can always, uh, let others guide us guide us as well so um you know i uh i was fortunate to work uh to to have worked these past few years with uh, my principal is uh is you know he he wants us to he wanted us to grow always and he would always say hey if you need me to send you if you want to go and um if you want to go into another teacher's classroom and view how they're doing things just to sit in and see you know, I'll let you uh, take the day off and go to a different school and look at, you know, another teacher uh, and, and what they're doing in their classroom. And, and it's things like that, that, that you know, you know, if you're able to, to have that opportunity and to do those kind of things or really just to to stop yourself um, and, and go ask a colleague for, for helpful advice or anything like that, then, then do it. Take advantage of that because it's um, super helpful. So um, that would be my advice is to just uh, don't be proud and just go and ask for, for advice and for help. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So what is, what is the best book you've read in the last 12 months? Well, um, it probably is no surprise to you that I have been super busy, so I haven't had a lot of reading time. <laughs> I wish that I had a little bit more. Um, I have read um, my, you know, my friends Hope and Wade King uh, came out with their their book, The Wild Card, and so um, that I mean, honestly, that's uh, I mean, that's just an amazing, amazing book. It just really. Uh, pumps up the volume and, and makes you uh, energized and, and it helps you think of of certain ways to to become more creative and and to and to do things that are more engaging in the classroom. So um, I love 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 that book. 
Um, but I've listened to a lot of podcasts, really. I haven't had a lot of time to to, to read. And so I have some books that uh, some other friends have sent. And um, I'm, I'm excited to be able to get to those. Uh, but I have listened to some podcasts lately. And um, I uh, recently we went on on a cruise on a summer vacation and I listened to Oprah a lot. Um, she has a, um, she has some, uh, some podcasts on, on Spotify and, uh, and it's just sort of, uh, conversations that I, that I love to listen to that are inspiring and that, um, just kind of build you up as a human and make you think about, uh, you know, how to live a more positive life, how to let kind of uh, the negativity out and how to just focus on on becoming a better person and just doing good. So uh, that's kind of uh, what I've kind of, uh, you know, been kind of spending my time uh, listening to the past the past year. So any any other I, I love I'm a big podcast listener as well. Or we both are. So any any other podcast besides Oprah's? Oh gosh, um, I mean we listen to a lot of stuff on NPR. Uh, I uh, so I mean as long as you can go to Spotify and find things on there. My husband is a huge is huge on NPR. So we uh, so really it's me listening alongside to whatever he's listening to. Um, but uh, but uh, but really, I mean, um, gosh, I couldn't really tell you. Um, all of the names of, of everything, but I'm just inspired by just anything that you can find that's um, enlightening on, on uh, NPR and 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 really, it's been mostly Oprah. I'll be honest; like I'm just all about this past year. Like she's been my girl. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you now. I, I I tell people this honestly. Oprah is on my vision board. I yes. feel like I'm complete when when I can go to Super Soul Sunday and I can sit in her backyard. Oh yeah, we can chat about education like that is that is on my vision board. That is one of my targets, and we I are she right now. <laughs> she, she 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 brings so much to the table as far as what she the way she questions people, the way she gets people to get to the nuts and bolts of what they're going through and what they're dealing with, and it opens up so. I mean, she's so open to everyone. I mean, she'll have. Everybody from Jason Williams, former basketball player, to player to you know one of my favorites, Brene Brown. I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. Um, yeah, like the gambit of where she, where who she interviews and who she brings on to provide insight. Because I think we get so closed-minded that we think that we we can only get insight from those who are in our circle. Yes, and I think we're cheating ourselves of so many experiences with so many people. Who can open our eyes up and enlighten us to so much more of, of humanity? Yeah, of humanity. Just being a good person, a, a, a human being, all interdependent, interconnected into this world that we live in, and we need each other, and we need that type of love and that type of medium to get to overcome some of the barriers that we that we're facing right now 
I think it's important too, just because like we're singing, I mean, uh, you know, when you are living in a time right now where the mainstream media is, uh, very depressing. I mean, it's very easy to get caught up in, um, and being in somewhat of a, a somber and depressing time. And so, I mean, listening to other stories and other people who have overcome things in their life and who, uh, have very inspirational um, upbringings and things like that is always helpful. It's always uh, something that just kind of sparks that passion. And and, and like you said, uh, if we're always uh, listening to the same thing and then we're always in the same circles, then uh, we're kind of doing a disservice to ourselves because we're not able to grow as people and learn um, you know, about other lives and uh, just uh, humanity in, in general. So I, I, I completely agree with that. Awesome. So um, what is your proudest accomplishment to date? Oh man, I've, uh, you know, I've had a lot of blessings in the past few years and um, there's a lot of things that I'm proud of. Uh, I would say that the thing that um, that I'm the proudest of uh, professionally would be um, two years ago I was the the district teacher of the year for Keller ISD and um, that was definitely a, a very proud moment um, and then personally I would say just uh, getting married to my husband was um, something I'm very proud about so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, before we ask the last question, I, I, I want to again thank you so much for, for taking the time out today and, and to blessing our audience with, with your voice and your authenticity. Uh, it is, it is, it's helped me. I mean, I've, I've sat here and taken four pages of notes. Um, I, I love the insight that you shared. Um, and, and, and the perspective, the fresh perspective on things that you may have already, that I may have already known, but that you just kind of shined a new light on in a new way. So I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for that and for just being here and, and contributing to our, our craft the way that you do. Oh, that means a lot to me. I am so, I'm so thankful that you guys uh, took the time as well and, and reached out. And I'm just, I mean, I'm happy to. I'm happy to talk. I just, I'm very social. So I love to share any kind of thing. So I, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. The last question we want to ask you before we let you go. Um, what do you want to be your lasting legacy? Oof, that's a, um, you know, um, I think, uh, if anything, I'd say, you know, I think that I would love uh, as a lasting legacy for, obviously, for my students to, you know, to always uh, empower them and to, to make them see that, you know, you can definitely overcome anything and that it doesn't matter, um, you know, what background you come from and, and you know, and being able to be transparent with them about my upbringing and, and, and things like that and, and tell them and share with them the successes that I've had uh, has helped me be able to, to, to really uh, make them see that. And uh, so, so for them, it's, it's definitely that. And just for, you know, just really for anybody else, I just, uh, 
I would love to for it to be that because you know I didn't really have many people I could actually you know look up to as I was growing up that were kind of um, you know that were successful gay men you know Hispanic successful uh, gay men out there that you know as a as a kid who is wondering what's going to happen to me when I grow up um, you know it's uh, it would be powerful to to even if I could inspire one one person you know to, to know that you are significant and that you are capable and uh and able to to transform your your life into into something beautiful then i i mean that would be that would be a blessing to me so i think that that would be it that's awesome yeah so um again thank you Thank you so much for taking the time out. We appreciate it. And um, for the listeners, uh, how can they how can they get in touch with you and reach out to you? What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Uh, yeah, like I said, you can you can message us on on the virtual and code socials, but you can also uh, find me at uh, Classroom Chopia is my handle on Instagram, my personal handle, and uh, on Facebook as well. And yeah, I love to talk to people and 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 to just share ideas and and, and, and all of that. So I'd, I'd love for anybody who, who wants to to chat or anything like that to reach out to me. And and again, I really want to thank you guys. This has been super fun, and I love uh, just uh, how much I've also uh, you know all the things that you guys have shared with me about your personal experiences, and and uh, it just definitely helps. Um, me grow as a as an educator, and so thank you guys for having me. I really really appreciate it.